we got some more injury update news on Tuesday about Taiwan Mullen. Some encouraging news that we will be sure to talk about. And then we're going to kind of look at what is in store for the Hoosiers the rest of this season on the gridiron. See where this season can take us, what's left, if it's salvageable. And then uh, we have some preseason honors for the women's basketball team as they were featured heavily in the Big Ten preseason, uh, all Big Ten teams and the uh, projected standings and whatnot. So plenty to talk about on today's episode. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Wednesday, October 27th. This, as always, is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletic News and your first listen every day. And we thank you guys for doing so. We're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Hoosiers. I'm your host, Jacob Rood, as always, uh, coming to you today with some uh, more encouraging news uh, in terms of injuries, as well as some uh, exciting news at the end of the show uh, about the women's basketball team as they gear up for what will be an hopefully really fun season uh, inside Assembly Hall. As always, though, you can subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked on Hoosiers. Uh, it is at LO underscore Hoosiers on Twitter. Excuse me. On Instagram, it is Locked on Hoosiers. Uh, as I said, Taiwan Mullen gave us an injury update today. The All-American cornerback for the Hoosiers that has not been able to find the field the last three games. Uh, he's been a big loss. It's been a bit of a mystery as to what his injury was, why he wasn't able to get out there. Provided some clarity, uh, true to how Indiana always handles their injuries, uh, a lot of it was kept vague, but there was some clarity provided. It is an injury to his foot, not his ankle or calf or anything else. Uh, He was seen in a walking boot before... Um, I believe the Michigan State game on the sideline, uh, he said it was to his foot and it's muscular in nature. That is the extent of the uh, update on the injury that we got. Um, <clears throat> like I said, it was vague, but it gave some insight. Happened at the end of that Western Kentucky game. Uh, I, I'm sure some of you guys remember him going down late in that game. I think he came back in, but. The problem is that this is a a muscular injury that keeps flaring up, which is why he's been considered day-to-day, why he's played some. He played, I think, three snaps in that Ohio State game before coming out. It's why they didn't know that they weren't going to have him for that Penn State game until right before it. Um, The good news is he practiced on Tuesday without any problems, uh, but he was kind of quick to point out that that may not mean anything because this injury could flare back up and he may not be able to practice again this week. So this, this one truly feels like a day-to-day injury, not uh, some of the week to week stuff that we've discussed with Michael Penix and Jack Tuttle, which 
feels a lot more like gamesmanship. This injury feels like it is more day to day. He had a quote that made you feel bad for him, to be honest. Uh, this was on Tuesday. He spoke to the media on Tuesday. This is his quote. Uh, quote, I'm sorry that I really can't help them out there. It really hurts me. Sometimes I really can't eat or get to sleep knowing that <clears throat> Jalen Williams, J. Will, is out there holding it down for the cornerback room. I wish I was out there taking a toll off of him. That's just like a brother to me. You don't want to see your brother going through a lot of this, a lot of stuff by himself, uh, end quote there. So you have to feel for him. <clears throat> he just wants to be out on the field, and he can't do that. Unfortunate. Uh, the Hoosiers at times have, I mean, against Penn State and Michigan State, I thought they looked good defensively. Ohio State's such a different animal, as Charlton Warren said yesterday, as we talked about on Tuesday's episode. Ohio State's such a different animal. I don't know how much he would have changed things, but he would have helped. So um, it's it's a shame that he's been sidelined. Hopefully he's able to get back to full health and get back out on the field because He's one of the most talented players the Hoosiers have ever had. Uh, unfortunately, unlike Micah McFadden this year, he hasn't been able to show it. And if IU wants to have some success the remainder of this year, they need him out there. Uh, they need him on the field, I think. Which kind of takes us into where do the Hoosiers go from here? It's something we mentioned on Monday's episode uh, in our last segment, just kind of talking about what's next after that Ohio State game. That one felt like a, <clears throat> if it's a boxing analogy, that was the the punch that knocks the Hoosiers down to the mat. Looks like the knockout punch. The Hoosiers could get up, could rally, and could save themselves. Or maybe that is the knockout punch, and that's the one that kind of does the Hoosiers in. When looking at where kind of IU goes from here, I wanted to look at their remaining schedule because we've talked so much about their schedule this season and the gauntlet they've gone through. That gauntlet's basically over. They'll play Michigan in two weeks or a week and a half. Outside of that, it's not a gauntlet anymore, but um, it's it's a different kind of pressure because it's going to be games that IU has to win. So I want to take a look at what the – where the Hoosiers stand, SP plus is something we reference a lot, and it's by it, it's a predictive model. So I wanted to look at where the Hoosiers stand in that, and where the rest of their their schedule stands to get a sense of how likely it is for the Hoosiers to have a successful season uh, to finish out this year, or whether they're kind of gonna gonna go out with a whimper. <clears throat> Before we jump into all those numbers, though. I want to talk to you about prize picks that we talk about uh, fairly regularly. It's uh, the leader in daily college fantasy sports. It's a lot of fun, really fun website, really fun app to use. They offer more props in college football than literally anywhere else. Uh, you're not going to find anyone that has the selection that these guys do, whether it's big five teams to mid-majors. Uh, all users that deposit today and use promo code locked on will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That's free money that they are giving you. Uh, the way it works, you pick two to five players, take some of the various props, 
whether it's passing touchdowns, uh, rushing yards, receptions, interceptions thrown, anywhere in between. Pick two to five, take the over-under, and uh, win up to ten times your entry. Uh, They allow mixed sports entries, so if you want to do some World Series baseball, some NFL games, NBA season's underway. They even have eSports, Counter-Strike is on there. They have all kinds of stuff you guys can mix and match with. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com. Use that promo code locked on to get yourself some free money or go to the app store, download the app today. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. <laughs> the Hoosiers, as I said, uh, have a little bit of an easier schedule. Uh, and it's, it's interesting to see how things shake out. Uh, Before we jump into those numbers, thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We're going to talk about all these SP Plus numbers in a second. When we're done, make sure your second listen of the day is over at uh, Locked on Pacers that we've been talking about the the last week or so as the NBA season gets underway. uh, The Pacers are a fun team, not, not always a successful team so far. So head on over there, uh, listen to those guys as they get you caught up on the Indiana Pacers. With the Indiana Hoosiers, SP Plus, taking a look at it, the Hoosiers come in at 56th, which is uh, back around where they were heading into the Michigan State game. They jumped up after that game uh, into the 40s. They came back down after the Ohio State game. Their defense still ranks 27th, so they only fell uh, seven spots after allowing 54 points to Ohio State. The offense ranks 81st. The defense only fell a little bit because Ohio State moved up to the number one team in SP Plus uh, this week with the number one offense and the number 20 defense. None of that's particularly shocking considering what the Hoosiers saw on Saturday. So looking ahead, game this weekend is Maryland away. Uh, there's a number that is assigned to each of these, a rating number assigned to each of these spots. I just don't often refer, reference it because there's no frame of reference. If I tell you that the Hoosiers rating is uh, 5.4, you don't know what that is referencing. But that number allows us to kind of predict what the spread will be for this game. So for Maryland on Saturday, away they have a 10.3 rating. You give somewhere between two and three points based on the location. So Maryland should be favored by about eight on Saturday. So a one-score game, eh, I'm not quite as sold on Maryland. So that one's kind of winnable. The problem is that you just don't really know what the Hoosier offense is going to look like. And it hasn't looked good, so you're relying a lot on that defense again. Uh, but that's a, I would consider that a winnable game, maybe on the outer range of a winnable game. The next game will not be a winnable game, I don't think, at this point. Michigan away, they have a 19.6 rating, taking the fact that it's at the big house. They're going to be favored by around 15 points. <laughs> the, the Hoosiers have shown nothing in recent weeks against those bigger teams to give me hope that they can win away at Michigan, even though I don't think Michigan's that great. We'll find out a lot about them this week as they take on their first ranked team of the season. So um, we'll see if they're legit. 
Uh, I had the same thoughts about Michigan State. I didn't think that they were all that legit, and the Hoosiers gave them a bit of a scare. Um, so the two sides will square off this weekend. We'll figure out if either of them are legit. But either way, I can't really trust the Hoosiers to win that game uh, in a couple weeks' time. After that, it's a really easy schedule. Uh, they're going to host Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers has a 3.4 rating, which means IU should be favored by around five points for that game. These are all based on the current ratings. Those These ratings will fluctuate, as we've talked about, week to week. They don't fluctuate a ton, especially this late in the season. But this will give you a general sense. So IU is going to be favored in that Rutgers game. That's a game that... It's I don't want it's not a must win, but it'd be a really, really bad loss uh, if they don't come away with that win. So that'll be the only game on this schedule, though, that they're going to be favored in Minnesota at home. SP plus loves Minnesota. I didn't realize Minnesota was ranked this high. Uh, They're 23rd in SP plus top 30 offense, top 35 defense, uh, 12.9 rating, which means they're probably going to be favored by about four points against IU. Now, IU at home against a Minnesota team, I have a little more confidence that they could uh, steal a victory there. And I wouldn't even call it steal at four points. There's going to be enough variance leading up to that game that that could be almost a pick game by the time uh, that game comes around, especially if the Hoosiers do literally anything offensively to show some sign of improvement. Um, you would hope in a month from now that something is a little more consistent offensively. And whether it's Donovan McCauley, whether Tuttle's back, whether Penix is back, something has changed for that team. So four points will be interesting spread there. They wrap up away at Purdue. They have an 8.5 rating. Uh, so you factor in playing at West Lafayette. Purdue's going to be favored by about six. That's certainly a small enough margin in a rivalry game for the bucket that it's going to be basically a pick So if you look at the schedule, I use only going to be favored in one game remaining right now, at least that Minnesota game could flip potentially that Purdue game, depending on how Purdue does the next couple of weeks. And if the Hoosiers are able to bounce back, um, the problem is they need to win four of those five games I just mentioned to get to a bowl game. There's it's pretty obvious which four would be the easiest. The four games that are going to be a single digit spread at Maryland this week, home versus Rutgers, home versus Minnesota, away versus Purdue. But do you, do we really have any faith that the Hoosiers can win four out of five games, this Hoosier team? Uh, And especially when they're going to be must win games, because Technically, this week isn't a must-win game, but if you don't win this week, you have to win every remaining game, including at Michigan, which I would feel no confidence whatsoever would happen. So if the Hoosiers want to get to a bowl game, this weekend's almost a must-win game against Maryland. Uh, and then you have, if you beat Maryland, you're going to kind of go up in those projections. The, we're all going to feel a little bit better about this team. And then it becomes a bit more realistic to think that they could beat a Rutgers, they could beat a Minnesota, and they could beat a Purdue. But stringing together those consistent performances where I have some questions. SP Plus also projects out the season and uh, averages out the the wins. Uh, They do multiple projections. Average out the wins. 
The average wins for Indiana is 3.9 this season. The most likely record is 4 and 8, which is a 36% probability. Uh, 3 and 9 after that is 30%. Uh, 5 and 7 is the most common after that at 20%. 2 and 10 is 8%. 6 and 6 is 5%. It is more likely, based on SP, the Hoosiers don't win another game than make a bowl game which is not a fun way to phrase that. Uh, I am low on the Hoosiers' chances of making a bowl game, but I would be pretty surprised if they just did not win another game this season. Right now, SP Plus predicts their likelihood of getting to a bowl game at 5.9%. Not great odds. Those numbers do kind of change a bit from week to week, uh, especially if the Hoosiers are able to improve this week and get that victory at Maryland. Again, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not confident about it, but this Hoosier defense is good enough that if they're able to get things back together and Taiwan Mullen is able to play, I'll feel a lot more confident against a Maryland offense that his times has absolutely imploded, especially against Ohio State, I believe, uh, that the Hoosiers did as well. So that's a, a sobering <laughs> maybe look at, at the Hoosier schedule and kind of puts into terms how important this weekend is and what the Hoosiers are going to have to accomplish to be able to come come away at the end of the season with a trip to a bowl game, which looking right now at IU's schedule and where they're at, if they make a bowl game, that is a, a successful season. I know we had all sorts of hopes at the beginning of the season. I know we discussed this at the beginning of the season. At the time, I said seven and five was kind of the the baseline of what I'd consider successful. This schedule got a lot harder than I think anybody predicted. So six and six, get to a bowl game, get some type of momentum at the end of the season, and this is a successful year. Talking about successful seasons, though, nobody had a more successful season in around the IU program last year, I would say, than the women's basketball team uh, who made it to the Elite Eight and set history over and over again within the program. They're getting ready to tip off again this season. There were some Big Ten preseason awards handed out that we will talk about in just a moment. I'm not only excited for this women's basketball season, I'm also excited for my upcoming order of Built Bars. I have an order of the limited time flavor blueberry muffin, as well as cookies and cream coming soon, hopefully. Ordered them last week, ready to get my hands on them. Now, if you guys haven't tried Built Bar, you're missing out. These aren't your typical protein bars. These aren't your mom and dad's protein bars that are chalky, waxy, hard to even eat. These are coated in a 100% real chocolate. You bite into it, you think you're eating a candy bar. I mentioned a couple flavors they have available now. They have some more classics like mint brownie, raspberry, cherry barcia, coconut, a ton of stuff for you guys. You can get a mixed flavors box that includes a lot of those. Not only are they tasty, though, they're healthy, low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat, low-sugar, high in protein. You're getting a healthy bar. You're getting a tasty bar. There's nothing else you guys could ask for. And as I mentioned, they have some limited time flavors available this month. So be sure to go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 like I did, get 15% off your order. 
That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. BetOnline is <clears throat> remains to be the number one spot for all your basketball and football action this season. We reference them weekly, more than more than once a week. Uh, heading into this week for IU football, Maryland is a six-point favorite. We said SP+. Plus. Probably will have them around an eight-point favorite. We'll see on Friday where that lands. Right now, they're a minus 220 money line. I use plus 190 to win, and it's an over-under 49.5. Just looking at those, that over-under remains a thing that I'd be targeting. If not for that damn field goal in the second half from Ohio State late in the game, the under would have hit uh, in that Ohio State IU game, which I had bet money on. Uh, so I am still in favor of this under because I don't expect I use defense to look that bad again. And I don't expect I use offense to look any better. If you guys want to take a crack at betting, be sure to head on over to the new and updated desktop site or, uh, the mobile app at bet online, sign up today, receive 50% off or a 50% welcome bonus. Excuse me. They're giving you free money too. Everybody just wants to give you guys free money. All you have to do is use promo code locked on when you sign up to receive your bonus. Whether it's football, whether it's basketball, we talked about the World Series, NHL, boxing, UFC, your favorite Vegas casino games, whatever it is, Bet Online has you guys covered. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. The games for the IU women's basketball team are going to be starting. About a week and a half, two weeks, early or excuse me, early November. But we got a look at the preseason honors and and rankings uh, for this season. So the Hoosiers were picked to finish second in the Big Ten, behind <clears throat> reigning national champions Maryland. Not a shock there. That the Hoosiers are finished are predicted to finish second is. Awesome. That's not a spot that the the Hoosiers are generally projected to finish, not the women's basketball team. Uh, Obviously, they're coming off that incredible season last year, making it to the Elite Eight, losing to Arizona and Ari McDonald, uh, a fantastic player, but made program history making it all the way to the Elite Eight, one step away from the Final Four. They bring back everybody. I've said that multiple times. I cannot stress enough that everybody came back. Led by Grace Berger and Mackenzie Holmes, who both were named to the 10-person All-Big Ten preseason team on uh, Tuesday as well. It's the second consecutive selection for Berger. Uh, Both were named to the All-Big Ten team at the end of last season. Holmes was also named to the All-Big Ten defensive team ton of talent coming back for these ladies. Also, seventh-year senior, Ali Patberg. Seventh-year senior, taking advantage of his, all the red shirts you can and the fact that last season did not count towards anybody's uh, scholarships. Uh, she is a She was named to the 2022 Nancy Lieberman Award watch list. I believe this is the third year she's been named to it. That award is given to the nation's top point guard each season. Uh, shout out to Ali Patberg for sticking around for seven seasons. Absolutely been a key in watching this program turn around and become 
one of the best in the Big Ten this season. Should be an exciting year ahead. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We're going to be back tomorrow to preview Maryland, take a look at what the chances are the Hoosiers have at winning this game. Uh, We're going to dive deep into their offense or defense, everything in between. Now, for your second listen, head on over to the Locked On Big Ten podcast with Nate Dickinson. Uh, I'm sure they are going to be talking about that big Michigan-Michigan State game this week. So be sure to head on over there. Give those guys a listen. Leave a rating and review if you guys haven't already. Head on over to Twitter. Uh, reply. We're, we're tweeting there daily. Head on over to the Instagram. Leave some comments. Whatever uh, method you guys prefer. I want this to be a conversation. So please, please head on over there to any of those places. Uh, leave a review and I'll read it on air. I just want this to be a conversation, guys. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Subscribe if you haven't already, both to the podcast, wherever you listen to it, and to the YouTube channel. Uh, rate and review as always. But most importantly, guys, I want you all to have a great Wednesday in LEO.